everybody. I just want to say welcome back to the Teach Me Bees podcast. This is your host, Ariana Giovanni. I want to start off by saying, I know <laughs> a lot of people are like, Ariana, you just playing around. Like, you're not serious with this podcast. Like, we're, we're emotionally in, invested in this at this point. We want to know. We want to keep up with what you got going on or just basically anything you want to talk about. And the reality of it is your girl didn't know that as life lifes that I'm still supposed to, like, I guess, create content. I was not ready for that. So, again, let's rewind. Okay. I last left off at arriving back from the Dominican Republic. Spent a beautiful summer there with my family. I officially enrolled into my grad school program in the summertime. And it was my first time taking classes, you know, post undergrad. And I had to really understand the transition of you are officially a student. It was a little stressful, but we got it done. And now I'm already halfway there, halfway there. Like I'm loving it. Um, I picked counseling, school counseling to be exact, because the goal is for me to continue teaching at special education level but then eventually I do want to transition into a school counseling position and the reason for that is because I can create relationships with my students that they will never forget I create relationships with my parents that they will never forget and therefore I decided girl you magical so I love teaching academics I love teaching content but most importantly, I want to reach these kids on a social emotional level. The kids got so much going on right now. And I don't know if y'all watch Euphoria, but I really would love to prevent my future students evolving into those things. I would love to create very secure, and I can't create this on my own, you know, I, I'm aware of that. But I would love to assist these children on their journeys to finding themselves and their securities. You know, helping them understand that their insecurities are just something that they have in their mind. And I'm the type of teacher that if a kid is having like a moment, I will stop teaching and we will just go down the rabbit hole of the moment. So I thought to myself when selecting a program, mm, hmm, you might, as do, you might as well do school counseling. I've also noticed that there are a lot of school counselors that are not that great. And how do I know? I get on social media, I hashtag school counseling, and all of the kids hate their school counselors because it's very generic. They feel like they don't have a good relationship with their school counselors. It's like, I don't feel like this. And they're like, okay, we'll schedule an appointment. And it's like that child may have needed you right then and there and now they're just down the rabbit hole of depression you know and I had some good school counselors growing up so it was kind of like wow you don't have people to talk to like I had some really good ones to talk to granted they were like my family's friends you know they grew up together and things like that but nonetheless like they were good school counselors so my goal is to continue to evolve in my student life and become the best school counselor that I can be. And I know that this is going to be real for me because I still have students calling me from my first year of teaching. I mean, these kids are going to the seventh grade now. It's like, you guys are still calling Miss B's? 
And it's like, yes, they're still calling me. They still want to know, you know, what's going on with you? Is everything great? Like, where are you now? Like, can I see you? I miss you. Like, I never had a teacher like you. And it's just like, that makes me feel wonderful to know that I can create such substantial relationships with these kids and with these parents too. When the parents find me on social media, they, they're telling me all about their academics and you know, you did things with my kid that no one ever did, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, wow, that makes me feel good. So selecting the school counseling program, my best decision yet. I'm so happy that I'm in it. It does get a little tedious with working a full-time job. I'm a full-time tutor and now I'm a full-time student, but discipline, discipline, discipline. I had to go back in the routine of, you know, juggling school and work at the same time. So the transition was a little hard on me, but I'm back at it. I live on the alarm system, alarm, 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 you know, a calendar, a planner. I have a planner at school and a calendar at school. I have a planner and a calendar at home as well so I can keep everything nice and organized. So we come back from the Dominican Republic. My sister's moving into college. So, you know, my dad's out of the family. They're all out here visiting. And that was fun. Um, I love being with my family. Um, my great-grandmother got to come, and that was fun watching her, you know, get on a plane and come to Georgia and just be, you know, kind of where she grew up at. Like, a lot of her roots are in Georgia. So, for those of you that don't know, my Nana did pass away in September. My Nana was 96 years old, and it was a very eye-opening experience for for myself because this was my not my first death of course not but this was my nana it just hit a little different like I was close with my nana I'm not one of those people that are not close you know with my great-grandmother I love my great-grandmother not that y'all don't love y'all great-grandmas but me and my great-grandma we was thick and thieves like she would call me I'll call her and we just chatted up for hours and then we'd be like oh all right gotta go bye so I'm so grateful that I established that relationship with my great-grandmother because I love her so much um, and I got to learn so much about her and as she was transitioning I was realizing like wait a minute Ariana you've had nothing but women in your family like you've had both of your great-grandmothers both of your grandmothers are alive and I'm like where are my grandfathers where are my great-grandfathers at like I, my great-granddaddy passed away I believe I was seven years old and I had an awesome time with him but I really didn't get to meet you know, him for him, and he didn't get to really meet me for me now. So I'm so grateful that my Nana got to be here. Um, and as much as I really wanted her to be here for, like, things like my wedding and, like, the birth of my first child, like, of course I wanted that. But, hey, can't be selfish. Got to be grateful that she at least made it to 96. It was really hard on my grandparents because they were experiencing the death of their mother. And that was hard. And a lot of the times they needed to lean on me and I genuinely didn't know how to be there for them because it had me thinking like, oh my gosh, what about the death of my mom? And I just was like, I, I can't do it. So I had to create some boundaries of like, hey, like as she is transitioning, you know, let's not tell me every detail. And genuinely, I didn't want them to know every detail. Like I, I understand that the hospital has a job to do in regards to letting you know like hey this is what's happening this is what it's looking like this is what we can do but this is the reality I get it I understand that and I feel like in a family we should talk about death more often 
We should not wait until death is happening to start trying to talk about it because now we're all processing it on different levels. My level was, I need a moment. I gotta put me first, Lucius, I gotta put me first. That's how I was feeling. I was feeling like I gotta put me first. And in the beginning, you know, my family was kind of like, you know, you're selfish, you're being selfish. And it was like, no, guys, I am not being selfish. I am being selfless because I am telling you, this is the boundary. I don't need to know every little thing. I don't want to see every little thing. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to remember her like that. When I gave her a hug and I told her goodbye, we knew, we knew at that moment that that was our goodbye. I want to let you guys know that in the summertime, well, really, when I moved to Georgia, I started creating an altar and I have zero experience with creating an altar. I just knew that like this is where my roots were at and I wanted to feel more closer to those that have walked this earth before me. They're the reason why I'm here. So why not let them know, hey, I'm thankful for all of you guys. So I started creating an altar for my Nana, just like putting her pictures on it, lighting a candle. Mind you, she's well and alive, but I was starting to get in the process of like, hey, maybe coming up something will happen I really don't know but things were happening so I started losing a lot a lot of weight guys like I didn't even notice the amount of weight I was losing until the end of the summer where I couldn't even I fit into my 13 year old sister's clothes that's how I knew like wait a minute we in DR sharing clothes we in DR sharing clothes I mean her little outfits was lit too just shout out to Isana because her little outfits was lit and I was damn sure I'm wearing them I do not care so yeah that's when I noticed, like, okay, something's going on. So I come back from Dominican Republic, back in America now. My little sister is officially um, getting dropped off at school in Georgia as well, Clark Atlanta University. And my family came out to visit, and I got to spend, you know, those last moments with my great-grandmother. And it was up and down the entire time, because those of you that know old people, y'all know how old people could get. You know, they don't really think that they're old. They still kind of want to do things the way they want to do things. So it was a lot of just like, you know, kind of treating her like a baby. You know, like, I understand you want to walk up the stairs without your, you know, your walker. But the reality of it is, if you walk up the stairs without your, without a cane, without holding the railing, girl, you're going to fall back. Um so it was it was a blast to watch her uh, come out here. So I'm grateful. You know, my great-grandmother, she took me to college. She got the chance to take my little sister to college. So you know what? We grateful for it. You know, my dad got to have a grandmother until what? He was almost 50 years old. Like, how many people have their grandmothers until they're 50 years old? Like, blessings on blessings on blessings. Um so, yeah, so I kind of believe that I, I not kind of, I want to say I did start grieving her before she actually transitioned. And I'm grateful for it because I got to handle her death a lot different, you know, and I process it very differently. And again, I'm in school. So it's like school doesn't stop just because life is happening, you know, then then. Um, school in Georgia starts in August, so it's like I also have to make sure that I'm here for my students. I got to make sure that, like, mentally I'm, like, checked in with them all the way. So I had a lot going on between the months of August and September. It was it was a lot going on. It was real hard for me. Um, shout out to my cousins because my cousins came to come visit me for Halloween weekend, and I needed that. Like, I don't even know if they knew how much I needed that, but I really just needed that because, like, I was alone – you know, with my pub, I'm away from my family, and I just needed a moment to just kind of like, wow, like, this is what life is about. So when they had came and visit, we had a really good time. Um, 
after that, I decided, like, you know what, Ariana, like, let's get back on it. Let's let's start doing things that, excuse me, let's start doing things that you love. You know that you like hiking. Why you stop hiking? You know that you like to go on long walks. Why'd you stop going on your long walks? You know that you like to look at the stars. Why you stop looking at the stars? You know you like to take pictures of the sunrise and the sunset. Why did you stop these things? You know, when you stop doing things that you love, you kind of start feeling like you're just in a routine of life. And I was really feeling like, okay, work, work, school, school, work, work, school, school. And it was no joy. And that's not how I want to live my life. My life needs to be enjoyed every day. Even when things, what is it? Even when the sky can fall However that little lyric is. Yeah, I know I don't sing no lyrics perfect, but y'all know that part. Even when that is happening, I still want to make sure that I'm good and I can look around and be grateful for the things that I have. So I had to remind myself, girl, you got yourself a home that you could pay bills for. You got yourself some groceries that you could snack on anytime you want. You got yourself a car that you can take yourself to wherever you want. You have finance allowed you to create a savings account you have these things that you can be grateful for so don't let life get you down don't let it hold you down be present be present so i had to remember to be present so i can be present in the skin that i'm in so i can remember that i can only be in one moment at a time which is the present time so be present i had to remember that life is going to come with its disappointments but again be present. Things that you cannot control that are not under your control, guess what? Be present about that. I had to, I want to get the exact titles of the books that I'm reading right now because I'm all over the place in my novels. Um, the one book that I started reading, one second, was... Well, first of all, I started reading Hurricanes by Rick Ross, and that was a really good book in regards to um, basically like growing up in one way and establishing yourself in a different way. That was a damn good book. Like you guys should all read. It's called Hurricanes. Um, Rick Ross actually has a lot of influential experiences. You know, he's raised in the streets, and even though he was didn't even need to be raised in the streets because he had successful parents. But he chose the street life just to only realize that the street life was not the life that he really wanted to live in. So that reminded me that we're not set in stone. Like, we can literally pick a life every day. I can choose this. I can choose that. I can change. I can evolve. I can learn. I can relearn. And I love that. Which led me to my second book that I started reading, um, The Rewired Life. And basically, it's creating a better life through self-care and emotional awareness. Again, I am trying, not trying, I am achieving a softer life for myself. I no longer want to be considered rough and tough. I want to let you all know that I do cry at movies. If I'm hearing a song, I will cry at a song. If I'm hearing something joyous, I will start crying. Like one of my students um, finally got accepted into his autism program and we celebrated his last day and I was devastated boohooing like they're like Miss Beans you crying and I'm like no you're crying um sorry guys that's my my school laptop plugging and unplugging so yeah so I decided to claim me back because 
I was all over the place, you know. You can literally pick up your phone and just be just lost in a world of routine and social media very quickly, and that's where I was at. So shout out to my cousins coming to come visit, and it was just for just two nights, and I just needed that. And it literally, they left, and I dove back right into my life again. I'm like, okay, you know what? This is not what it is. Come out of this funk and get get back on it, you know? Death does happen. Unfortunately, families do not talk about death until death is knocking on your door. But now you know when you create your own family, you are entitled to have unlimited conversations with them. Um, so that's what I will do. So that way, when death does occur, we're not all shocked and surprised and just like going through it. I'm not saying that it won't hurt, but the conversation will be a lot lighter because we do talk about it. So, of course, I'm going to show them Disney Soul, because why not show them Soul, which literally is the best movie to talk to kids about life. And in my life, throughout my journey, I am only entitled to my life. This is only my experience. So, I'm doing a damn good job for me. I'm doing a damn good job for myself. I make decisions on my own. While others may want to offer advice, you are still entitled to make a decision on your own. It's just a matter of you hearing yourself. So I had to figure out how to go back to hearing myself. I wasn't hearing myself anymore. I was hearing my ego. I was hearing pride. They were loud in my ear. They were just like, nah, like da 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 da. And I was like, no, that's not the area of my life I want to be. I don't want to be in fear. So I started reaching out to my friends, telling my friends, like, hey, guys, I'm really going through it. Like, you know, let's communicate. We did a sleepover, um, and I was up on the up and up, and I've been on the up and up pretty much ever since. So I decided, you know, come February, I'm just going to drop my podcast. I'm just going to come back. I'm just going to let you guys know that, like, everybody is experiencing life, like, literally. If you have life, you took a breath that morning, guess what? Your day is about to start. You're about to experience life. There is no right or wrong in your life. It just goes based on the decisions that you make. One decision can lead to a bad decision, but if that bad decision can lead to a great decision, then you're on, you're on your way. You are entitled to change over and over and over and over again. I am not the same person from day to day, from month to month. Like, you know, when people be like, oh, the next chapter, no, baby. I'm not even in the same book no more. Every year I need a new book because that old book, I don't even know who that person is. Who I was in the beginning of 2021 was not who I finished being. Who I'm starting to be in 2022 is probably not who I'm going to end up being. My mind is constantly evolving. I am constantly basically begging the universe to continue to pour into me all things energy. Which is why, I mean, baby, I'm glowing. I mean, I'm not even like, I'm not trying to be like cocky or anything, but it's the reality like... I've probably never been healthier in my life. I've probably never had clear skin in my life. My hair has never grown this fast in my life. You know, my relationships with my people have never been so great in my life. And I'm like, damn, this is you. This is the life you're creating for yourself. This is a damn good life, Ariana. Little Arianita is like, yo, she's She's giving me all the round of applause because I used to think such negative things about myself. I used to think like, ain't no way I could change. I'm stuck like this for life forever. That ain't true. I took the time. I worked on myself. 
I look in the mirror and I'm proud on who the fuck I am. Again, I only live my life for me. I only make decisions for me because I can only be me. So I'm going to leave you on that note. I'm going to leave you on that note. Just remember, be you, live for you, and make yourself happy. Make yourself proud because guess what? At the end of the day, you're the only one who has to deal with it. So I'm going to holla at y'all in the next episode. Bye.